Thank you for joining us today on Tetelestai. Well, it's about Moses, Jesus, and the last days. That's what we're talking about. We are in the third message of this series, and we are discussing how that the nation of Israel and the feasts that we've talked about already pointed to Jesus. They were pictures of God's redemptive work, and we began to talk about the sacrificial system yesterday, how, again, that as well pointed to the Messiah. God was giving us word pictures in the events and history of the nation of Israel that are revealing his son and his work and plan of redemption and salvation for mankind. And Jesus told us that all of this was revealed in the law, the prophets, and the writings. So let's get back into the message. Moses, Jesus, and the last days. All that began to make sense to the apostles and to believers after the cross. So you had the sacrifices. Then, of course, the third thing we talked about, and we said something about this last week, you had God setting up this tabernacle amongst the people, where, as we saw last week, God said that in this tabernacle, I will walk among you. Same terminology that was used as God walked with Adam and Eve in the cool of the day. God says, I'm still going to be walking with you. I'm still going to be in your midst. Everything in the tabernacle pointed to Jesus. Every, every aspect of that tabernacle, the tents that it was made of, of animal skins, flesh. You had the altar on the outside, the brass altar, where the animals were sacrificed for the sins of people. You had the brass laver of water where the priest would wash. That again symbolized cleansing purification, being set apart. Then when you went in through the curtains, guarded, and there, there was the cherubim on the inside, but you went in through the curtains into the holy place, you had the menorah, which was a picture of the tree of life. You had over here the table of showbread, bread on there for the 12 tribes of Israel, Jesus being the bread of life. The light in there from the menorah. Jesus is the light of the world. You have this altar right before the curtains guarded by the cherubim going into the Holy of Holies. An altar of incense of prayers and intercession that represented the intercession. Christ as our high priest is our intercessor. And then you go into the Holy of Holies and you have the Ark of the Covenant, which was God's throne. And on that throne, blood was sprinkled to cover up the law inside a law which had been broken and it was that blood would cover up the law which had been broken and atonement there was authority by Aaron's rod that budded and of course the jar of manna the bread that God provided them God's dwelling place and we see even in the high priest the high priest is a picture of Jesus and I go back to this think about this only one time a year could the high priest go into the Holy Holy? That's only once did anybody ever enter in, and there was only one person who could do it. That's the high priest. All the whole nation had to stand outside the tabernacle and believe. They had to trust the work of the high priest. They could not see everything that was going on behind that curtain. They had to trust his work and what he was doing and believe that by faith. 
just as we have to trust by faith the work of our high priest, the Messiah. So the tabernacle and everything in it was pointing to him. The interesting thing, too, about tabernacle is Eden was a tabernacle where Adam was a priest. But you know what was in Eden was the tree of life. And Adam was invited to eat from that tree. He was not forbidden to eat from it. If Adam would have eaten from that tree prior to sinning, he would have had what kind of life? Eternal life. Now does it make sense when Jesus said, unless you eat my flesh, you have no life in you. Why? I'm the tree of life. It was picturing me. Eat of my flesh. Partake of me and you have life. It was all pointing to Jesus. The priesthood was pointing toward Jesus. And then, of course, you had Sabbath or Shabbat. You had that. It was a day of what? Rest from labor. Ceasing from your labors and the works of your hands. And you rest on that day. And you rest and you delight yourself in the Lord. That day was the day for family. That day was a day to study and be with God and study his word and to interact with him and to fellowship with him and to worship him. It was devoted to that. That's when you enter your rest. And as Jesus came along and said, look, Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. But then as you get to Hebrews chapter 4, 3 and 4, the writer of Hebrews tells you that Jesus is our Sabbath. He's our rest. And by faith, we've entered into eternal rest in him right now because we've ceased from the works of our hands. And by faith, we've trusted his finished work. Also in the Torah, we had the story of Noah, Noah's ark. And of course, why is Noah building an ark? Because God is getting ready to do what to the earth? Destroy it and judge it. Where is there going to be safety from judgment? In the ark. And the ark is a picture of Jesus. And the thing that's interesting is when, Mo, when Noah took his family, all the animals that he had, into that ark, the scripture tells us that the Lord shut him and sealed him in. Noah didn't do it. He went in and God sealed, sealed him into safety. Just as the apostle Paul says that Christ, and the writer of Hebrews tells us, Christ is our ark of safety. And we have been sealed by God's Holy Spirit, forever protected because from the judgment of sin. We've escaped that. The ark is a picture of Jesus. People are pictures of Jesus. Adam was a picture of Jesus, the first Adam in his work. Noah was a picture of Jesus, providing an ark of safety for people to escape him. Abraham was pointing to God the Father. He was pointing also to the work of Christ as Isaac would. Isaac was going to be a miraculous birth. It was a supernatural birth of promised seed that would come, which God would replicate in even a greater way in Mary when there would be a supernatural birth beyond understanding. The ram that God provided for Isaac when he went up on the mountain God, Abraham said, God himself will provide the ram. 
and God did provide the ram. And of course, Joseph, as we said last week, was a picture of Jesus. Favored of his father, betrayed by his brothers, sold into bondage, then lifted up and raised to the highest position to become a deliverer for his people, to set them free and to rescue and save them and to preserve them. And then he unveiled himself to his brothers and they wept and were reunited to him. Jesus came. He's the beloved of the father. He was sold into slavery and betrayed by his brethren. But he became the king of kings to deliver his people and all the people, Jews and Gentiles alike. And he is the king and he rules over all things. And one day, the scripture makes it very clear, he is going to reveal himself completely to his brothers, the Jews. And they are going to repent, according to Zechariah, and turn to him in a day. What a day that will be. Lord willing, we will be back with you again tomorrow. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion and fellowship of the Holy Spirit be yours both now and evermore.